I won more premierships alone than the other he 19 managers. Boys, we are here to ranch. James, we have to do justice before just sliding right into the top four. I didn't want to get off track. This, this is one of the best title races. Good afternoon, and Patrick. You're in a really heated race to finish in the top four. And you trot out a BT. What on earth? I don't have an option. Welcome, welcome to Prem de la Prem. Welcome back to Prem de la Prem. The first episode of the year of our Lord, 2020. Patrick, it's good to have you here. You made it through the holidays. I did, yeah. In one piece. In one piece. We're both here. 2020, first episode. Happy New Year, Prem heads. Yeah, Happy New Year. Freaking losers. Bet you did nothing over the holidays. <laughs> no, we had some good football over the holidays. We had some good football. Uh, it's the year of staying humble for us. We're going back to our roots. That means uh, putting out special episodes at weird, undescript times. This will be launching on a Saturday, I believe. Yeah. Um, you know, we've been down for a few weeks. I Patrick packed up his tripod and brought on a suitcase. I'm actually going to time this episode so that when you start it, it's going to finish as soon as the Arsenal game starts. So for those of you waking up, you can just have a full day of Premier League action from the podcast all the way through. Mm. If you time up a good evening supercut at 11.58 on New Year's Eve, he says it about 24 times as the clock strikes midnight. <laughs> You've 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 made your point, James. He's he's dead. I'm glad. Well, he'll come back up again. Uh, we are just past the halfway point in the season, going into match week 22. Um, the last time we had our episode, it was so long ago. We can't recall the locks, the crocs, the astute analysis that we made. But what we do know is what we're good at, and mm. that's conjecture and stupid references. Yes. So what we're gonna do this week is going back to basics. We're going back to school, and that's Crowley's classroom to be exact. Yeah. Featuring class. James, featuring Ludacris. Featuring Pitbull. Dale. <laughs> I, the, that's, I mean, the chemistry's on point 2020, because I was saying Dale no matter what you said. <laughs> so I, we're, we're I just gonna, landed that plane. No, you, you, uh, you picked up where I was going. Here's how the episode's going to go, folks. Oh, yeah, and on the, point of, the uh, on the point of staying humble and going back to our roots, uh, we are no longer a sponsored podcast. I just want to throw that out there. It, it, things ended amicably with mm-hmm. Solo.com. We got no issues. But might, might might boot up again. Code Prem19 is now expired, so if you were hoping to fire up your solar panels in uh, the year 2020, you, you know, you're a little out of luck. Uh, the investor pipeline is open. Mm. We're going to see if solar.com comes back with a better offer since we last reneged. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, if you have any uh, prospective entrepreneurs trying to get in on a new venture we are listening and the phone lines yeah. are open we're talking to you canada dry oh yeah uh again on the note of staying humble <laughs> we tried the uh, facebook live stream and i gotta say i don't remember a single thing about it oh i mean it was it was strange it was i mean it was much like the uh last arsenal united game at the emirates where i mean they were both two nothing games didn't yeah. feel like united really showed up when we watch Arsenal United, it wasn't together, as fun. Doesn't go well. Doesn't go well at the Emirates. Um, no, we you, the the you were we watched the three one game together where De Gea stood on his head for save like fifteen shots. That's true. Two three years ago. That's true. We did. Yeah. yeah. Well, it we swung the pendulum swung to Arsenal's favor. Uh, the Facebook live stream. It was a good trial and error. I think we were too hungover to really work through the technical aspects of it. Shout out Will Jones. Um, yeah, only, came on to chirp, but hey, yeah. we'll take any kind of fan. Yeah. 
I, uh, top five prem head for me. He is top five prem head. I think we could do a prem head ranking. That would be contentious. Oh, we'll do a we'll, do, we'll let's do an active power. Maybe we'll do that at the end because we're doing a little bit of a ranking today. So maybe we'll, we'll noodle that and then we'll do a we'll do a prem head ranking and I'll maybe we'll reveal our top five. I like that. The last thing I'll say about the Facebook live stream, um, our customer support rep at Facebook informed us that if it was just a number one next to the to the eyeball there's a error with the commas arounding it's a unit measurement Mm. so it's like you know the 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 unit one is by the thousands so we had a thousand viewers yeah that's pretty impressive at times Mm. uh okay let's before we move it on to grades i don't know if you even describe what we're gonna do i don't think you did no we never got around to it we're doing crowley's classroom featuring james oh yeah we're getting back to our roots we're going way back (laughs) All 20 teams, in the order of the table, what we're going to do is we're going to give them a halfway through the season grade, uh, how they've performed, is it up to standard, is it up to what we expect of them, and then because we're in Oscar season, we're going to slap a movie reference on the team, you know, uh, relative to their overall um, appearance and uh, play style. So we're giving them a grade for their actual soccer play, and then because it's Prem de la Prem, what movie resonates with that club. Mm. And we'll do that for all 20 teams. But before that, I know you've all been waiting for it. We got to announce the winners of, or sorry, winner, sole winner of Stonks. Mm. Let me get that audible drum roll. <laughs> the winner of 2019 from Stonks is Ben Reed Obi-Wan Basaka. Congrats, Ben. Who's that? I have no idea. Nice. Yeah. So, in a positive way, this is a fan who neither of us know. So, we can't reach out to you directly, but what you can do, Ben... First of all, if anyone is a friend of Ben and he just dropped off the podcast, this could be a good time to reel him back in. Yeah. And have him drop an email to patrickarthurcrowley at gmail.com and say, (laughs) I'm ready to claim my money. (laughs) So, that's not how stonks work, but... As a reminder to Stonks. But it's free money. Yeah, you go. This isn't Ben's money. Not yet. But it could be. It's his money in the sense that I own a part of United. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, why don't you continue? Explain (laughs) explain how it works. Basically, we're giving Ben $100. Psych. We are taking $100 of our (laughs) own money. (laughs) We are investing that by gambling on the Premier League. And gambling's an investment. Whatever happens with that money, Ben's going to get. At the end of the season, Ben... He assumes all the risk. Yes. Correct. All the risk, all the liability. Uh, At the end of the season, come match week 38, Ben, you will receive the winnings. And it might be in the negatives. And it might be a loan shark type deal. It's going to be a Venmo request. Yeah, you have to cover for us. We're on a net 30 with all of our vendors, so we expect you to... You know, 30 days after match week 30. And then you will accrue reconcile. interest and we have ways of tracking It's going to get ugly, Ben. Just, you know, pay up. Point being, $100 into the account right now. Ben, ipso facto, that is your money, but not before Crowley's done with it. He's mm. got some degenerate district tips at the end of the show that he will run by you and without your say, bet on. But we know how yeah. we know how the man is with locks. Don't get him started on Crocs. Yeah. And I have one pitfall with my locks. Okay. And we'll... We'll see if I can avoid that this week. But w- unlike the degenerate district where James just can weigh in, but it doesn't matter, James will have the ability to say that I'm on a cold streak and take over the Stonks fund. 
and invest as he see fits. I think I have first right of refusal. Yeah, yeah. I'm like the I'm like the expert advisor, and you're managing the fund. I like the sound of that. But you kind of like you're you're a golfer. You like to stay on the course. You know, you don't really want to do the work. So as long as I'm hitting my benchmarks, you're not going to get involved. Yeah, you know. I feel like you're just word playing me into something that sounds good. Yeah, I'm, assistant to the degenerate district. James, we're you know eight minutes in, and I don't think I've said a thing yet. Oh, you've been talking this entire time. Well, that's a problem. All right, folks, let's move it to the classroom. Top of our list, we're going to run it at a pretty smooth pace. Top of the table, scorching pace, Liverpool. Patrick, I'll kick it off. Um, it's 2020, I'm trying to do more things for myself. Yeah. So I'm going to start. Oh, please. Liverpool, giving them an A. Read my notes. It's not an, <laughs> it's not an A+. It's not a perfect season because they drew to United at Old Trafford. It's not deserving of an A+. Let's be real. They're getting a straight A, and, uh, you know, it's a real shame. It can't be an A+. But here's the movie. I'm giving them too fast, too furious, because they're winning the title too fast, and I'm getting too furious. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I gave them an A+, because 100% isn't the only way to get an A+. In some schools, 98, 97, maybe even some of those more liberal institutions, 94 gets you an A+. Yeah, we don't subscribe to those. Yeah, but... It's not... I mean, A+. Plus, to me I'm giving them an A+. Plus. Yeah, I mean, it's, what do you what do you want for it? You want them to... You're, you're calling those two points where, you know, VAR lost them those two points. Yeah. Uh, th- that's the difference, I don't I just hand out... Yeah, I just don't hand okay, out Okay, fine. Well, I mean, it's my only A+. Plus. I've okay. got a couple F-pluses on here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I got one A+. Plus, it's going to Liverpool. Part of me is wishing that this will... Somehow manifests itself in a oh I do that a, all the time in a degradation of Liverpool's form. Oh, yeah. But this this has all the makings to be the best Premier League side that we've ever seen uh, this season. Circle when Liverpool comes to visit the Emirates, the uh, integrity battle, the fight for your honor of the Invincibles. Yeah, yeah, they will have already meet, beaten the unbeaten streak. Should they still be invincible at that point? But I think that doing it in a, in a one season span, right. that's what we have right. to be able to defend. And yeah. you know. Um, Movie I'm going with is Wolf of Wall Street. Okay. They're just getting after it unapologetically. <laughs> and they don't care who's in their way. And they're just coming. And they're just, uh, Steve uh. Madden. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The rich get richer, it seems like, too, with their transfer policy. It's true. It's true. Uh, Jurgen Klopp truly is the uh, Leo DiCaprio of the Premier League. Those teeth. Lester sitting in second place. Uh, why don't we go snake, snake style and you go? I'm giving him an A. And this is relative also, the way that I've graded this, it's partially based on just quite how they're doing, and then also versus their own, the expectations that I had for them. Uh, so I am grading on my own curve, not a like a wide mm. curve, but giving them an A, movie I'm going Guardians of the Galaxy. They're holding the fate in their hand. They're the only ones we got left. It's just this ragtag bunch of losers we're relying on, and... Uh, yeah, a couple groups. Doesn't seem like they're going to be able to do it, but maybe in the end there'll be little groups. You, little really, groups going to come there. You're really on a manifesting path, aren't you? <laughs> just willing it into existence. Uh, I also gave him an A. Nice. You, you know my philosophy on A pluses. It just, it's just not a. It's just not a thing that I do unless you have a perfect record, which no team does. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're having a phenomenal season, and I think they're on par with their exploits of 2016, where obviously they won the title, but. They're just coming up against an absolute buzzsaw in Liverpool yep. that puts them as long-shot outsiders to win the title. But, A, phenomenal season. Uh, movie I'm giving Leicester is The Irishman. 
the Northern Irishman, as in Brendan Rogers. Mm. Uh, and I would not be surprised if he just walks around the club and goes up to the groundskeeper and goes, I heard you paint houses. <laughs> I haven't seen the Irishman, but, uh, yeah, I mean, so that reference isn't working for me, but I laugh for those in the audience who may have. I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I think, I, I think I know where your, where your laughs lie these days. <laughs> uh, I'm going to keep trucking ahead. Please. Man City. Mm. Third place. Still on their day. One of the best teams. Giving them a B plus. B plus on their day, absolute class. One of the best teams in the world, not just the Premier League, but I uh, I truly think it's going to get worse before it gets better at the Eddie Had. I think. Wow. Guardiola is going to burn himself out. They didn't fix those holes that they needed to, and as such, the movie I'm giving them is There Will Be Blood. Uh, as you know, if you're in the oil business, it gets pretty bad the longer it goes on. Uh, it's a team built on Saudi oil, and all I got to say is. There will be blood. Okay. Um, not going nearly as morbid. I'm giving them a B because I think that... Which is uh, lower than my B+. Plus. It is. Okay. Um, I, I think that they've, they've allowed Liverpool to impact their performances. I just... I think that they've not... They've allowed that pace to take them out of their rhythm. They've dropped too many points. They, they, they've dropped points in seven games. Yeah. Whereas Liverpool's dropped them in one. And that's... You, that's not something that they've already lost more games for this year than I think they have in either of the last two seasons. Right. So uh, they're it's it's falling apart a little bit. Um, mine's a little different. My movie uh, is The Revenant because I think Pep is a man fighting for his life and will just climb into a bear carcass at any given. Notice. He's going to do whatever it takes, <laughs> and I don't know how it's going to shake Did out. You just Google Leo movies. <laughs> no, I actually haven't seen The Revenant, so I don't really know how that one shakes up. Right. Um, but um, but yeah, that's my that's my grade for Man City. All right. Well, I think we got to put Man City on watch because I don't want them disrespecting the Premier League and ergo Prem de la Prem. I have a feeling right. they're going to go all in on the Champions League. We can't have that happen. No, but it's also um, English clubs haven't done so great in European competitions that quote unquote matter recently. Um, but there's a lot of English clubs in the Champions League. All of the clubs in the in the Champions League round of sixteen, top five leagues. It's a battle for supremacy. I'm rooting for the Premier League in the Champions League this year. Yeah, that's a that's an old uh, unless it's Spurs. It's an old way of thinking, you know. Getting unless behind it's Spurs. your yeah, right. Unless unless it's shit. <laughs> no one roots for shit. Uh, uh, Chelsea, Chelsea. Um, I'm giving them a B plus. I'm giving them a B plus because I think you're you grading ha- Chelsea above Man City. Yes. Okay. And here's the reason why. Man City are meant to be title contenders, and Chelsea are meant to be fighting for a Europa yeah. League place. Right. And I think that what Frank Lampard there has done, um, you know, I, on, on, on a little bit of the upticks, I'd say it was nothing short of spectacular, but they seem to drop points at home just if somebody else shows up. So I still think they got a lot of work to do, but with the transfer ban, just the really, I would, I, just the quality of the side. Like, I think he's getting that team to play out of its skin. To a degree, and you know, Tammy Abraham is really showing himself to be quite the player. Uh, the movie, uh, I wanted to go with American Sniper, but I went with Semi Pro because they're going to celebrate getting fourth place this season. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that spot is normally rights reserved to Arsenal. Yeah, well, I'm, Arsenal- I'm wondering how many years we don't get fourth place, you're going to still make that joke. It's relevant all the time. All right, fair enough. As long as Arson is still putting on his puffy coat and going out for a walk, 
that's as long as I'm going to make that joke. Right. Here's my counter argument. I'm giving Chelsea a B, not a B plus, because I think their perceived success is relative to how shit and dumpster fiery United, Arsenal, and Spurs have been. I think if United, Spurs, and Arsenal performed up to what is asked of them, Chelsea would only be seen as an average team and performing kind of in line with what was expected. They haven't been awe-inspiring. I'll get, I'll grant, you know, I've been known to hate on Chelsea from time to time. Sure. My movie reference will definitely give that away. But, uh, yeah, not not awe-inspiring. Lampard's gotten them to play with limited resources. But, again, I think it's a reflection of how bad the other teams have been. Chelsea's getting a B. Giving them inglorious bastards. That's mostly just for the fans. Yeah, I get that. That's it. Yeah. I get that. <laughs> Makes sense. Gotta love that shed end. <laughs> uh, Sheffield United. Fifth place as of today, Friday the 10th. Mm-hmm. They beat West Ham. Game in hand, but yeah, still yeah, fifth. Yeah, game in hand. Uh, United, just do the business against Norwich at home. And then we'll take that fifth place back. Uh, Sheffield United, given an A. They have been a revelation this season. Um, I'm still keeping an eye on the odds for the future for them to get relegated. So you, I was going to ask, it's are you snack, willing to... It's snack-like. It's only getting better. Just like Sheffield United. Uh, Ben Reed, that $100? Yeah, we gotta talk to you about that, bud. <laughs> I know you want $100. Do you want $100,000? Do you want free money? <laughs> Gutenberg over here has got his printing press ready to go. Uh, I'm giving Sheffield United... <laughs> my movie's The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey. Okay. They're going on... <laughs> they're going on an adventure to the top of the league. They're a little out of their depth... But they have strong hearts and strong conviction, and I think they're going to make strong friendship bonds along the way, meet some unexpected people. And Chris Wilder kind of looks like a hobbit. 100%. Uh, I also gave him an A. Uh, This is a team that was promoted this year, and they are in fifth place in the Premier League more than halfway through the season. It is a phenomenal, phenomenal showing. You look at their counterparts. uh, By counterparts, I mean the other two teams that were promoted with them. They're both in relegation battles, Villa and Norwich. Mm -hmm. So they're separating themselves much as Wolves did last year. Wolves are, Wolves did it in a sexier fashion. They were scoring a lot of goals. They were pretty. Sheffield's playing good old-fashioned British football. It's funny. They it's achieved, great to watch. achieved the same sensational results in league standing in completely different manners. Right. And, and, and I, I feel like I'm in the minority of somebody who appreciates a team who can just grind out a 1-0 win after a 1-0 win after a 1-0 win. And that's yeah. what they're doing. Yeah. And they're doing it at the highest level. Um where do I have? I, I could put my sheet together when they were still in eighth. But um, I, w- I had a question for you on Sheffield United. Okay. Aside from Dean Henderson and Phil Jagielka, uh-huh. the two elder statesmen, or one elder statesman and the one United player uh-huh. on that team, can you name three players on that team? I can give you McGoldrick, Fleck, uh, Westwood. Okay, well, if you had asked me, the answer would have been zero. Okay. And that's why I'm giving them Miracle. <laughs> Bunch of kids. You don't you know who for? they are. But they're going to work. They're going to work. They're going to put the team first. Uh-huh. And they're going to get the big results. Uh, they'll, they'll stay up. I almost gave Chelsea Miracle, but that would have been too complimentary. Yeah, it really would have been. Yeah. It's like you're, ta- you're getting rid of the all-star team. You're playing Mason Mount. But it's also, Miracle's also a, a backhanded compliment. You could play that two ways with right. Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, fair point. Yeah, fair point. All of these movies could apply to Chelsea. All my movies could apply to any of these teams. <laughs> <laughs> your, uh, your process was questionable. <laughs> Best Picture nominees from 1993. Okay. Come on. Let's get on. I got a good one for you. 
Oh, are we on United? <laughs> F plus incoming. No, I'm giving him a C plus. Oh, okay. It's my turn. I'm going. I'm, I get to go on this one, right? Yeah. I get, no, I guess you just continue. Oh, I'm sorry. We'll do this offline. Stop fucking embarrassing me. All right. So C giving plus. him a C plus um, because I think they, they still have enough calamitous results in there that you can't say it's a B. You can't give them a great, but they're passing. And I think they're improving from a season ago, albeit slightly. I think their performances are improving. Their team quality is less than it was a year ago. A year ago. They haven't had a Pogba. They haven't had Lukaku. Their quality in that side, I think, is lower. Mm-hmm. And so I think that they're making a lot of what they have. Um, they still have a lot of problems. The movie I'm giving them is Mr. Magoo. <laughs> because... Um, like Mr. Magoo, Ollie Gunnar Solskjaer <laughs> looks like he's got no idea what he's doing. And everything that kind of comes to fruition is pure happenstance and luck. And he looks around like, oh, how did that come oh, to be? But at, its core, but at its core, there's an unwritten and unspoken competency there that I don't think he gets credit for. And so I think that they share a lot. His competency is that he played the game. Right. Right. That's what you're seeing there. Okay. No, he's a he's a tactical genius. What are you talking about? He's had he's had tactical victories. Victories, yeah. But I think impressive ones. Mm. I think impressive yeah. ones. Obviously, the city result. It's funny. I think you're seeing a game of or hearing fans at home a game of forty chess playing out between Patrick and myself. Because I think you gave them a C plus, expecting I was going to give them something in the B's. I'm giving them a flat C. Giving them a flat C. No, just... I, didn't, I thought you were going somewhere in the C's. Because I, I, okay, I, I didn't think you were going to go... Like, you weren't too happy, but you're also like, there's things to be happy. Flat, I think... But you're passing. You're I think passing. a flat C is the Your most are getting mad at you. apathetic score you can give. Yeah, you're hiding You're hiding that report card. The flat C. Right, but you're still getting into college. Yeah, I mean, Arizona State needs needs students. I heard they turn up there. Yeah, me too. ASU, Shout we'll out come out for a party. Oh, Prem Dilpar meet and greet. If, if ASU needs anything... What's up, Capasiga, Arizona? <laughs> it's 30-year-olds coming to town. <laughs> I'm giving Man U a C. Uh, purely based on the fact that they, against all odds, are touching distance from the top four. Just five or six points off of Chelsea. And the win against City made me feel something again. That said, um, it's really a shocking state of affairs with how the club's being managed. And the fact that I'm calling a positive how close we are to top four Mm -hmm. it's funny because change happens over time but you look at what six years does and it's shocking and you can say the same for arsenal apathy grows over time it's not just like ripping off a band-aid and all of a sudden you are the club that you are but it your standards change and our standards have changed and it's from the top down we're not going to get into it but i got a good analogy uh in the acceptance in the in the stages of grief since Ferguson, we've gone through shock and denial with David Moyes. We're like, this isn't happening. Pain and guilt when we fired LVG like an hour after we won the FA Cup. Uh, anger and bargaining with appointing Mourinho. We'll get to that. Mm. Depression, firing Mourinho. The upward turn, Ollie is the caretaker manager. And acceptance, which is where we are now. Those are the stages of grief. So you're out of grief. I've accepted the terrible thing that has happened. I'd say that's a win. That's a good way of looking at it. I think um, there's a lot to learn with taking what life throws at you. The movie I'm giving them 
Mm. Um, oh yeah, please. On a lighter note, Shawshank Redemption. Oh. For all the times that Shaw has shanked crosses and not followed their own runs. So hopefully redemption in the 2020s. So very literal I like interpretation. That one. Yeah, the Shawshank. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Zewatanejo. You might be seeing that movie again. <laughs> the first day I saw Ollie Solshaw on the Stretford end, he was an unassuming man. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'll say. <laughs> Why don't you go for Spurs? Okay, so Spurs, I'm giving that flat C. I think that they've had Ooh. the most whelming season in the Premier League. They're just... Oh, it's been anything but whelming. No, I mean, like, performance-wise, where they're sticking in the table. Like, I think that they've gone on um, some up-downs, who knows what. Mm. Uh, the movie I'm giving them is Inception. Mm. Spurs' season is what I imagine having five days to come up with rent money is like in a Premier League season. <laughs> All the highs and lows. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, yeah, let's... I'm going to Inception because there's something fucking going on back there. I don't know what Daniel Levy's doing. I don't know what Jose Mourinho's doing. I don't know what Jeff Bezos is doing. But they're they're pulling they're pulling some strings. Somebody's getting duped real bad on a real deep level. Who's getting the dupe? I don't know. I don't know. Jose was going in on Amazon today. <laughs> Elaborate. Uh, I haven't seen. I haven't read this one. He was. He said something about the Amazon cameras are everywhere. You you know the only time I get a break is when I go to the bathroom. They're there oh, when I man. wake up. They're there when I go to bed. Uh, you know. It, I do want him to write a book on business and yeah. how like conglomerates are destroying America and the world. I mean, he was a great pundit. He was a great pundit. It's true. I wouldn't hate to see him back. Maybe it's he's true. just missing it. Maybe he's yeah. Um, shout out how long or rather short it took for Mourinho to go back to his ways. They talk about the three year cycle. He's doing. He's trying the three week one out. It's so condensed. Yeah. It's so condensed. I apologize. I apologize. I I was rude to the idiot. Yes, I was rude. I was rude to an idiot. <laughs> After his Mr. Nice Guy press conference, you cannot make it up. I'm giving Spurs a C plus. So we kind of flip-flopped our attitudes, Spurs and United, you and I. Um, coming off a Champions League final, they've come crashing back down to earth with the most bizarre moves. You know, they got rid of a beloved figure in Pochettino, probably for the best, but... The way it went Mourinho, yeah. who... It's funny. I mean, he 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 built his credentials on establishing order in a system and it's just like chaos reigns over at spurs they haven't solved any of their problems they have quality but they also have a shocking yeah, it kind of seems like they have the maturity too that they should be able mm -hmm. to just execute a plan but it doesn't seem like yeah. that locker room's for the wrangling right well uh movie for spurs i gave him anger management <laughs> uh, an adam sandler jack nicholson classic i think Mourinho could use a little goose fraba uh, in his life because we've already talked about how he is off the Xanax and launching tirades. And I honestly could not be happier with his attitude. Because it's not at United, and I just want to see it somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I was worried about seeing the good Mourinho, but it seemed like that has already kind of gone away. Do you think we'll ever see a good Mourinho again? I do. I do. At a different level? I think that he will coach a... Um, United in, States men's national team. I think he'll coach an international team in a World Cup. I do. Because he's been, he's, he's been great in tournaments in the past. Are you willing to commit to it being the U.S.? I would love if it was the U.S. I would love... Because there's too much shithousery going on with the U.S. men's national team. They need someone to come in here and say, Hey, you're not that good. You didn't qualify in the fucking CONCACAF. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. Yeah. Yeah. Get your head out of your ass. Well said. 
Wolves. I'm giving Wolves an A-. Yes, they're sitting in eighth. Let's not underestimate. This is their second season back in the Premiership. It's a testament to what you're probably thinking right now is, oh, Wolves in eighth place? A-? That's not that great. This is a phenomenal team that dismantled uh, or came back strongly against Man City and I think could have gotten a result against Liverpool if it wasn't like three days after the Man City game. They took six points from City this year. Yeah. Yeah, they're City's kryptonite. They're United's kryptonite. They know how to dance the dance. And on that, my movie, Dances with Wolves. Ooh, that's sells, a good one. Sells itself. We've been close on our grades. I gave them a B plus for much of the similar reasons. They started off the year have very, we ever very... Been, have we been more than a negative or positive apart from each other? Um, I don't think so. I don't think so either. No, I don't anyway. think... Not yet. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I gave them the, the B plus. They started the year... Um, right next to Watford after four or five match weeks right down there. Started slow. Very slow. Yep. Um, you would predict that they would have a little bit of a fall off, which they did originally. They have responded well to that. I think that they have, you know, there was, there people were quick to jump on them early in the season saying, oh, that was a one, one year wonder. They're not up to snuff. They don't belong here. That's why my movie is Legally Blonde. <laughs> and, and Wolves is Elle Woods, and they're out to show people that they belong in the top flight. You know, just teaching them a dance. Yeah, yeah. beauty shop. Yeah, exactly. That's ne- it. Neither of us went with a Lawrence Fishburne movie. I looked them up. They're just, they, they didn't fit. 21. This is a Matrix. Was obviously, like the yeah, right. easiest one, but yeah. it didn't right. really work. Um, Crystal Palace. What do you got? C. Ooh. Okay. Are we far apart on this one? Yeah. Okay. I gave them a C, um, which might be a little harsh, but I think that they've just kind of, um, I think that they've just kind of nicked results, were uh, against against the grain. You know, I think that they've got they've got talent, obviously with uh, Wilfred Zaha, but Roy Hodgson's old ass in there. Roy. Um, huh. Roy Hodgson. Roy Hodgson, uh, oldest manager in the Prem. Yeah, that boy's old as dirt. I'm I'm uh I'm going Memento for my movie because it doesn't quite make sense to me how they're in ninth place. I thought you were gonna take a shot at Roy Hodgson being senile. No. I thought that's where that was no, going. No, 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 no. Uh, Zaha's close to being senile. But... Yeah, you know what this is the C grade on Crystal Palace. It's the Arsenal bias because you just have it, Crystal Palace is your bogey team. I don't even know. I mean, we're we're playing them this week, surely. Surely the result will turn around. Milivojevic will bury three penalties against us. And top scorer in the fixture. Um, probably is. He is. That's crazy. That's a fact. That's crazy. <laughs> um, that says a fact. Yeah. I gave Crystal Palace a B plus Because I think if you look year over year Premier League performance, which I did, they are slowly rising up from like a 14th place team, a surviving relegation team, to mid-table. And that's not to say they're not going to be mid-table, but they're above... The cutoff 10th place point in the top half of the table. When they do the two, here's your top half and your bottom half. Steady they're they're in the sure. first slide. Yeah. Just like Arsenal, if you crop out the zero, they're in first place. No, we're in 10th now, but we used to be. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, I thought you were doing the other. We, uh, on the Arsenal subreddit, would take out the ones, and so we were in first place <laughs> for a little bit there. Right. Yeah. That's a classic Reddit move. B+, plus, steady assured growth under Roy Hodgson. Um, good side on their day. I'm giving them Blood Diamond because Ooh. 
on the crystal theme, uh, all that glitters is not gold, and I think sometimes you got to be aware of any shady activity on where that diamond's coming from. Crystal Palace, Blood Diamond. Good. Good. Roadhouse. Well done. Arsenal. I feel like you should take the lead on this one. I'm giving Arsenal a D plus. Yeah. Yeah, we're close. Okay. All right. <laughs> wow. I was waiting for the reaction there. D plus. Um, it's easy to be swept up in the positive sentiment from Arteta coming in. This has nothing to do with Arteta, this, this scoring. It's everything that has happened before he came in um, and still lost to Chelsea, got the bounce against United. Um, just... A st- it's a it's a commentary on the status of the club and how it's gotten in this position. Some of the most some of the most toxic scenes this season have come from Arsenal, uh, Xhaka, uh, Ozil, the relationship with the fans. It, it, it's a sorry state of affairs. They may be on the up and up, and sure they might finish uh, sixth, fifth, hey, maybe even fourth. But um, you got to take a look in the mirror. And for me, it's a D plus. The movie I'm going with is Fight Club. Uh, <laughs> uh, Sayad is running an underground operation at London Conley, a la Fight Club, where you don't talk about it, but you do see it on the cameras, the way he beat off those thugs to protect Ozil. I mean... And those low-key, just absolute insane move. And like, but like, how do you even describe that, what, what he did? It's heroic, crazy... I don't think that was talked about enough. No. That's why I'm saying Fight Club. They might have even been machinations of his own mind. Wow. Maybe they didn't even exist. I, I wouldn't rule it out. Experts debate. <laughs> totally debated. <laughs> Alright, so I'm not too far off on you. I'm giving them a C-. Okay. Um, I think that they... There is there's There's a lot that has gone wrong at Arsenal. You know, when you have three managers before the new year... Even if one of them is an interim manager, things have not gone well. Uh, when you have your best players not signing a contract, when you have the fans and the players in disarray, like everything you've mentioned, yeah, of course it's not it's not good. Um, the C the C minus, um, you know, and, and it was even if you want to say they didn't get Arteta in because we haven't even spoken since Arteta became the manager. But if they got Arteta in, they had to wait until after the City game, and then they acted as quickly as they could. Sure, but you bring in a new manager, two managers, without the benefit of an international break when you have during one, the busiest schedule during the busiest season, schedule yeah. of the season, in a time where you know even as bad as things are going, it's up for grabs. It's still up for grabs, and you not uh, Arsenal wasted six weeks, six weeks easy. Uh, the, the for the life of me, I can't figure out why Emery lasted the international break. Yeah, was never given a backroom staff. Oh yeah. He's got, the, he's, got the, he's got the cronky nudes. Yeah, and so it was uh, not a good scene. And that's the, the movie I'm giving him is The Breakup. But if you remember the end of The Breakup, things start to look a little better. Why don't you remind me For Vince audience. Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston. They meet in the streets, they're both doing well, and they hope the best for each other. But they're not getting back together. No, but they're moving forward. They're moving forward with their lives. Nice. And there's a, there's, a, there's a dawn. Is it a false dawn? Don't know. Nice. But it's a dawn. Like that, well, well said. Everton, sitting cozy in 11th place. I'm also giving him the D. The D plus, that is. Uh, same score as what I gave Arsenal. It's another example of ownership and execs, a la Arsenal, a la United, who don't have any vision 
in hiring managers, replacing technical directors, expecting a style of play to continue between Ronald Koeman, Marco Silva, Ancelotti. Could not be more different in terms of what they bring, but it's like, fire one, bring in the next. With Ancelotti, they have a coup, but similar to how I graded Arsenal, not taking into account Arteta, I'm very hopeful and confident Ancelotti will get him back to a good standing, but I'm grading on what's happened so far this season, and he's barely been around. So on that, I'm giving this movie the Italian job. Ooh. Yeah. Side note, yep. I remember, saw this movie when I was young, and the only thing that I remember, it was PG-13, and the barn burner quote in that was the villain just going, where the fuck are my trucks? And it was the first time I heard fuck in a movie, I think. And I was Ooh, just like... You just lit on that? I was like, this is the peak. This is the peak right <laughs> this here. This is the height of luxury. Where the fuck are my trucks? <laughs> uh, so, Ancelotti, this was a, just a good meme. Uh, I heard there were rumors, or actually read from credible sources, there were rumors that the players openly dissented against Ancelotti after they lost to the Liverpool Reserves, which was a shocking result. Mm-hmm. But it's Ancelotti. And it's the Everton players. And someone posted, imagine going from coaching Nesta Maldini and Pirlo to European glory to hearing it from Fabian Delph that your tactics are shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's insane. Uh, like the fact that they're speaking out against him. So I'm giving them a D minus. Uh, they, they were a team that I think in the summer put out ambitions. And their ambitions were, we're going to compete for a spot in Europe. Uh, they've done just about everything to not do that. They've, Put a manager with a wristband on on the touch touch line, I, I don't which think, was one of the best things they've done. Right, it's remarkable. That puts it in context. It's remarkable. Um, I'm going with Fifty Shades of Grey for my movie because uh, there's some weird shit going on there, and I don't know what it is. Like you mentioned, <laughs> <laughs> Ancelotti comes in. You're bringing in. Ancelotti? I don't know what you're suggesting. Yeah, no, I I don't either entirely. You're just gonna speak it into existence. <laughs> Speaking truth to power here, James Ancelotti. Ancelotti doesn't seem to fit for what they needed. For me, like Ancelotti, like where is is Ancelotti? Like I, you say like they're talking to Ancelotti, like who, like what your tactics are shit. But like, why is he taking the Everton job? It's not a job that, in my opinion, holds like s- such high esteem. In my mind, it's the promise of time and resources. I don't think you're gonna sack Ancelotti because it's Carlo Ancelotti, and I think they have money to spend. So they're like, hey, dude. Take two summer transfer windows, you know, figure it out. I think this is going to be long ter- long term, or it's going to flame out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just I just think that with what um, what's stacked against you in the Premier League right now, it just seems like I don't know. Maybe maybe he's the right guy for mm-hmm. the job, but I and maybe I'm drinking too much of the Arteta Kool Aid, but I I, I think right, that well. a younger a younger manager would have been a better fit for them. That's People do like younger managers yeah. these days. Moving on down, Southampton. I'm rocking with a C plus because after a pretty disastrous start, they made a strong turnaround. I was like, I was taken aback that they're in 12th place because yeah. I feel like it was just yesterday they were in the relegation zone and they probably were the last time we cast it. Shout so out, they had a strong shout out, Danny Ings. Shout out, Danny Ings, pulling him up by the scruff of the neck. Uh, Ward Prowse just hitting the Ronaldo silencer left, right, every chance he gets. Um, my movie's Wreck It Ralph. Okay. <laughs> Ralph Hassan Huttle, their manager, survived. Um, he's one of those managers who survived calls for his head to be taken, and actually, you know, it's still halfway through the season, but has seemed to kick on 
The players are still fighting for him. He's got him into a decent standing. And he reminds me of a mini Klopp, the way he goes over to the crowd and just kind of punches at them in a weird, maniacal way after each game. <laughs> I do like him. Um, I gave them a C. So, right, we're back, in, we're back in line a little bit. And I gave the movie uh, The Martian. And that's because I think Danny Ings is all on his own. He's left to do an impossible task. <laughs> but it seems like the mad lad might actually pull it off. The mad lad. <laughs> You want to do Newcastle? Yeah, so Newcastle, I'm giving a C minus. Um, this is high. Remember, remember, I pegged them to be 20th place at the beginning of the season. So that's where I thought that they were, and they're not. They're sitting in 13th. They're doing pretty good. They've gotten a few uh, results that you know they're not. They, they don't have really crazy results. I don't think this year. I, th- I do believe they 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 drew Chelsea away. Uh, they don't have statement results. Their, no. their statement result was beating United at home. Yeah, and I mean, and then they were getting wins that are aging well. Like they beat um, Sheffield United away, you know, and Sheffield United they scored I think two goals against mm-hmm. Sheffield United. And Sheffield United's given up like seven eight goals or whatever mm-hmm. on the season. So um, probably a little more at this point. Uh, but in, in any case, um, I think that they've they were, I think a team. In disarray, pegged for relegation, and they seem to have sorted things out halfway through the season. Um, I'm going bad boys. I've just seen a lot of trailers for bad boys, and I think St. Maxim would be a great bad boy. <laughs> Starring Martin Lawrence, Will Smith, and Alan St. Maxim with a slozenger headband. I think he'd fit right in. I think Him and Jaden Smith on the reboot. Yeah. Hollywood, make it happen. <laughs> I think your grade's low. I'm giving Newcastle a B minus. Wow. I think they were Wow! A B minus. I think they were thirteenth. I think they were dead to rights. I think this team was absolutely slated dead to rights, getting relegated. Mike Ashley actively tries to keep his margins at an insane level with the level of investment that he gives Newcastle. Um, and credit to Steve Bruce and credit to a respectable thirteenth. I don't see a world where they get relegated. Uh, and honestly, I think he's found stability, and it's honestly like a silencing the doubter score. B minus might be a little high, but I just remember every single pundit saying that Newcastle didn't have a shot. So that's fair. That's my B minus score. That's fair. My movie is Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and that's purely on the basis that if you go up to Newcastle, you go that far north, you get up and close next to a Geordie. They have alien esque features, <laughs> some snaggletooths. Some bald heads. Steve Bruce-esque. Close encounters of the third kind. All right. I like that. Brighton. Why don't you take this one? So this one's my Shawshank Redemption. Uh, I'm giving them a D plus because I still don't think they're clear of relegation. So I can't... I, th- I think they, they, they're they they're a team that's just... They seem to win the game when you're like, man, they, they need to win this one. You know, they seem to they seem to kind of lose a few games where you're like, oh, Brighton's headed right back to the relegation form. And they beat and Chelsea. Then they, and then they beat somebody big. And, yeah, they beat Chelsea. Um, they're a team now, I believe, on their third year in the Premier League. So it's not it's not a bad season if they're just to stay up for their third consecutive year yeah. by any, any stretch, you know. Yeah. That should still be their ambitions. And for me, I think that they will stay up. I think that they're still... Solid enough defensively. You know how I feel about Lewis Dunk. But you're giving him a D plus. I'm giving him a D plus. It's pretty low. I I want I I expected them to be in like, cl- like towards the top half 
of the bottom half of you the did. table. Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. Uh, and they didn't take that step. No. No, they didn't take that step. All right, so there's clear... Pres- oh. oh, yeah, your movie was Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that they're just scratching and clawing, figuring out a way. They've got Through good the tactics. And they're going to make it out on the other side. Um, but they'll be covered in shit. <laughs> Uh, okay, so this is just two perspectives talking then because I gave him a C. And as I think we discussed in one of the first pods, I saw him going down this season. Mm. And in 14th place, they've landed in a whelming position. You know, nothing spectacular, but they win some games where you're like, wow, this really needs to be a must win. Uh, my movie, Manchester by the Sea. Mm. Because Brighton is a coastal town and they play at the same caliber of Manchester United. Manchester by the Sea. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That might be my favorite so far. <laughs> All right. What's next? Burnley. Ooh. Oh, I'm rereading my movie on this one. You want me to take the lead on this one? Yeah, take the lead. So Burnley's getting my first F plus of the Whoa! evening. Um, Burnley, lest you forget, two seasons ago was in a Europa League place. They came up. Okay. They did, they did very well, and... As much as I love Sean Dyche, I don't. I don't know that this team. They, I, I, I liked them early on because I felt like they had a good mentality for a promoted team. I don't think they've evolved their mentality for a team that needs to stay in the Premier League, and mm. I think that they've lost what got them to where they were, which is what a very very tight and organized defense. Something where uh, you know James Tarkowski would you know look like Nemanja Vidic on some days. You know, it was like they they were playing. Such strong defensive football. They finished seventh in the Premier League. I remember. It's it's like Sheffield United absorbed their powers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, I mean, there's there's always going to be teams to challenge. There's going to be teams that go up and come back. Um, but I I think that um, I th- I think that Burnley is on their way out this season. I think that they are on a track out. The movie that I'm giving them is Tropic Thunder, because I think that they're a bunch of bunch of imposters. This guy's playing a dude disguising another dude. And they don't really know what's real, what's not, what's a win, what's a loss. They're all over the place, and they're going to need a lot of fanfare to salvage this season. I cannot disagree more. I'll give you some credit and persuasiveness. I had him as a flat C, and I'm bringing him down to a C-. minus. Hell yeah, I'll take that. Because your point on them being in the Europa League was like, oh yeah, they they were actually People forget that. However... I am not worried for a single second about their Premier League status mm. as long as Sean Dyche is their manager. I think he's wily. He's got the tactical noose. And I think teams go through lulls. I remember last Christmas, uh, they got slated or put to the sword by uh, Everton at home. And it was like they were flirting with, re- with relegation zone. Ended up finishing the season strong. I think teams go through lulls. I think teams get tired. I think he needs one like classic Burnley player to invest in this January and I think they'll be okay. I do not worry about Burnley and along that vein, I'm giving them minions <laughs> because I think separately these players are absolute goombas who wear overalls and don't make a whole lot of sense. And then when you put them together, they're a strong unified force. And that's what I see in Burnley. Okay, that I mean I think that that's Burnley on their best day. I think they've lost their lost their best days. You think their best day is a strong unified force? If you're going to play at Burnley, turf more, you're going to get clattered. Yeah. Any day. Of the I mean, to me, yeah, it's strong unified force. Like, I just hold that in highest. Like, I love... I mean, I I think a lot of people get frustrated watching a football game where, where you have 
one team just pushing the envelope and another team just saying, all right, batting down the hatches. Like, I don't like it when Jose Mourinho's Chelsea and Manchester United did that when they had that class that they did. Yeah. But I love it when, like, a smaller side like that takes on Liverpool and says, it's just like a bore of attrition. Right. You know, I love that type of a game. <laughs> Some real Lennox Lewis type commentary. I'm going to hit you. You're going to hit me. We're going to see who gets hit first. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Lennox. <laughs> uh, sitting below Burnley is West Ham. I'll kick this one off. I'm giving them a flat F. And the movie, let's skip ahead to the movie. It's super bad because they're shit. You're really leaning into these titles. I like that, though. Uh, I mean, you saw me researching these movies. Yeah. Because uh, with West Ham, for me, it is a team that always promises so much more. They have the state-of-the-art stadium, where honestly, I don't think anyone wants to be there compared to their old stadium of Upton Park, which was a force of nature. They got rid of their title-winning manager, Pellegrini, who got could not get his players, his rebellious players, to perform. And they're going to David Moyes. They're going to David fucking Moyes as an inspiring manager who's supposed to turn their season around. All I do is win, win, win. Giving him that. I give him a D plus because I think that they're they're going to stay up. They'll be fine. I know it's not their ambitions. Whatever. Uh, they're not good. They've gone through a manager, but I think David Moyes is. Pellegrini didn't have that. Didn't have control of that team. I think that is fair to say. I think that. You, you can ask a lot of questions about how they got there, but Pellegrini did not have control of that team anymore. That team was not playing for him. It was just, it was such uninspiring football. Yeah. It was so uninspiring. Yeah, I don't I, know that I, David Moyes is that guy. He got cut today, if you saw the VAR, uh, the finish, today. I don't know if you did. I haven't seen it. Uh, they scored three minutes of stoppage time, scored an equalizer that was called back for an invert handball. It was a legit handball, but it was like one of those like bang-bang plays. It hit oh, Declan well, Rice's cool. hand. I, I predicted Sheffield United won, West Ham won in my league, so that's another cuck right there. Oh, double cuck. Yeah. Um, that's why my movie is double cuck, Return of the Cuck. No, it is uh, <laughs> Groundhog Day because David Moyes is coming back, and yeah. it's time to see if he can... The Moyes memes are top-notch, but yeah. he actually... I went back and looked. He didn't have a terrible record when he was at West Ham before. No. No, he's fine. He's a he's a good manager. He's a good manager. He's slated for trying to manage one of the best clubs in the world. But he's a good manager. Just go and watch a video of him speaking Spanish. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. He means well. He's a good guy. Villa. Jeez. I forget which movies I write down and I read them. Uh, <laughs> you see, well, you at least wrote down your reasons. I don't know why I wrote some of these. Some working on these. I'll give you some time to think. Okay. I'm giving Villa a C minus. You know, it's always tough when you're a promoted team. So yes, they're down flirting with the relegation zone. Um, they've been unlucky with injuries to two of I think their best players being Tyrone Mings in defense. And some VAR calls. If you remember the Jack Grealish, uh, the penalty or the the, the foul. Yep. 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 Yep, freak of the week, a plenty. Uh, Kevin then, Friend's first appearance, and not his last. No, in perpetuity. To, yeah, to be clear, it's every week, even when it's not acknowledged. Yes, that's what in perpetuity means. Uh, friend of the pot. Is he? Well, he's not not a friend of the pot. He's not here to say that he's not a friend of the pot. Not our responsibility to yeah. say what Kevin Friend is or isn't. Yeah, yeah well, it's yeah. burden of proofs on him. Anyway, <laughs> McGinn is another player who's out who I think is their heartbeat in the midfield when you take away, if you're not counting Jack Grealish for what he creates. Um, 
But they've been over-invested. They were like a Fulham where they committed over $100 million in this team. And you look at Sheffield United and what they're doing, and you're like, okay, Villa, with all this money, this is what you're giving us. It's not that impressive, but relative to their expectations, I'm giving a C-, minus, and the movie I'm giving them is Precious based on the novel Push by Sapphire. <laughs> because I think... <laughs> I think Aston Villa need a real push up the table, and that can stem from John Terry's uh, leadership. I agree with a lot of your sentiments. I'm giving them a D minus, uh, mostly because I think that they're they're going to get relegated. They're one of my other teams I think is going down. Um, they they just don't yeah. seem like it's in the cards for them. Like they, they get decisions that go against them, injuries that go against them. It seems like the ball just bounces the wrong way. Uh, and so the movie I'm giving them is Rudy. Uh, they're trying hard. They mean well. Uh, but it seems like they're just going to be happy just to just to play. <laughs> they mean well. That's some astute analysis, Patrick. I realized by the end of this, half of like I've got like six teams where my movie yeah. means they're going down. So three of these Uh-oh. are just outright lies. Oh, I'm curious. I'm like mellow here. I'm just shooting. I'm curious to see what your Norwich movie is. Uh, <laughs> uh, plot twist this is also ruin your credentials yeah so Bournemouth oh yeah man I like I read my score and I start arguing my score in my head you wrote it and I'm like hey I wrote it uh, so I'm gonna read what I wrote I gave Bournemouth a C plus what <laughs> now hear me out I think you need to remember the story of little old Bournemouth Athletic Football Club they have no right to be in the Premier League they are a miracle baby in the sense that they're even here. The stuff that Eddie Howe has done with a small budget, a small club, um, and a squad of honestly uninspiring players, apart from a few. Josh King. I like Josh King. Josh King's good. I think Ryan Fraser's on his way out to a better team. And Callum Wilson, who when he's not injured, is a class player. Mm. So that's why I'm giving him a C plus because I think Bournemouth being in the Premier League is just a story of success. Uh, I don't think they're going to get relegated. Um, upon further review, I would like to give them a C minus, but C plus is what I wrote down, so we're gonna stick with that. And to that point of not even deserving to be here, I'm giving them the movie Accepted because they schemed their way into the Premier League. It's <laughs> a great movie. Fell in love with Blake so Lively good. during yeah, that movie. Yeah, who didn't? Um, and they've just spent time convincing other teams that they belong there, like the the whatever douchebag school it was. Yeah. So I thought this was the first half of the season grades, not the last five year grades. Reputation precedes them. Fair enough. Uh, I'm giving them an F. Uh, They're (laughs) in 18th place. They are only two teams that have fewer wins than them. They deserve to be where they are. I thought you were about to say there's only two teams lower down in the table than them after saying 18th. Well, I mean, I guess it's not a big take, but... uh, (laughs) You, until a couple weeks ago, you could say that about Arsenal. There's only two teams that had fewer wins than them. Right. Uh, but Shocker. Yeah, for real. Uh, I'm giving them Titanic. And this is actually, mm. to be fair to you, this is a multiple season take. My heart so on. their first season, they stayed up. They were 14th or something like that. Then their second season, they were in the league. They were 9th. Then they were 12th. Then they were 14th. So they have slowly been sinking down this table. And I don't think it's a it's it's a... A slate at Eddie Howe. I think if Burnmouth are to get relegated, Eddie Howe would be on the still on the top list for vacant Premier League jobs. Mm. I think that he is a class manager. I would love to see what he could do with a little bit bigger budget, a little bit more of talented players. Mm. Uh, I think that he, <clears throat> it, 
maybe maybe 10, 10, 15 years time, he has a future England manager written on him. I think he's really, really good at what he does. But I just don't think this team's good enough. I really don't. And I don't think that they have the margin for error or the depth to handle Callum Wilson not playing. Or, you know, God forbid Josh King gets injured. Right. This team is in a lot of trouble. It, start looks, it starts looking pretty bang average when you're missing your three best players in King, Frazier, and Wilson. I yeah. agree. Yeah. Um, is Titanic the best aquatic movie of all time? Probably highest people grossing. Say ro- people say romance. I like to group it more in the aquatic theme. What about Finding Nemo? Because that could be romance. <laughs> Father, son, Finding- love. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Maybe romance is the wrong word. <laughs> you know, father, son, love. <laughs> How'd you grow up? <laughs> uh, Watford. Um, this is where things wow. came off the rails for me. Oh, really? This one's my... This one I'm putting in my top three. Oh, okay. Of movies. Okay. References. What's the grade? I'm giving Watford a C-. minus. Okay, continue. They're on such a come up right now. They're in 19th. Look at their recent form. Ever since Nigel Pearson came in, they look a different side. They look a different side, Robbie. Uh, he once called a reporter an ostrich, and that's the kind of guy that I want in my dressing room. <laughs> that's the kind of guy that I want in my corner. Gene me up, and you know who's getting the best from Nigel, Nigel Pearson's managerial style? That boy, Troy Deeney, Mr. Mm-hmm. Cajonis. And on that, my movie for Watford is Troy. Mm. Uh, and I like to think of that because he's the, heart and soul, he's the heart and soul of Watford. And I don't know if you remember that scene where the kid goes to find Brad Pitt. And he's like, I wouldn't want to fight that man. And Brad Pitt's like, that's why no one will remember your name. <sighs> I picture a ball boy going up to Troy Deeney and being like, I don't, I don't want to play Liverpool. And Troy just goes, that's why no one will remember your name. I, yeah, I could see that. That's good, then. Troy. Very good. C-minus is another one where I tried to argue myself out of it live, but it, I wrote down C-minus. I gave him an F-plus because this is a Science team... Signs improvement, F-plus. Yeah, F-plus. Um, this is a team, they're on the come up, sure. They were in the FA Cup final a year ago. Or two years ago, was it? Who? Watford. Did not win the FA Cup. They went to the final. That's what I said, they were in the final. Oh, they said one final. No, no, no. They got clattered in the final. Uh, Freudian slip on your on your part. On, let's go to the tape. Uh, they they're a team that I think that they they have their standard or what the bar that they had set was top half of the table. And sure, they were hurt by injuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, Welbeck had been out all year, and Troy Deeney has just recently gotten back into the team. So uh, the people who they were relying on for goals just weren't there. Yeah, and they had to make do, and it just wasn't coming to fruition. Imagine signing Danny Welbeck and being like, "I can't wait for this guy to play every game of the season." <laughs> I don't think that's what you say when you sign Danny Welbeck. I think you just say, I want a place know. to hang out for a few months? <sighs> Hope this works. <laughs> He's got, got an extra training table. Boy's got potential. Might need it. Uh, but no, their F-plus is probably a little harsh. But yeah. yeah um, I, the Cajonis comment was against Arsenal. Don't like Troy Deeney. Also, love him. guy scores one penalty. Don't like and him. Love says him. he's got Cajonis. And then gets sent off for elbow and Torreira in the head in the 10th minute next time they play. And then has the, the balls to say, same old Arsenal always cheating. So When are they playing again next? Um, Danny Welbeck's still in his 20s. Anyway. That's remarkable. Um, I'm not sure when they're playing next. Probably relatively soon. Because we played them earlier in the season. Uh, maybe, I guess, mid-February. You can figure that out. Okay. Uh, I'm going Shrek 2 for the movie. Um, because 
first of all, I think that um, Troy Deeney reminds me of Shrek, and Shrek 1 was too admirable of a mission for him, so I'm giving him Shrek 2. <laughs> the one where you want to be a human, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It's Shrek 2 knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Norwich, last but not least, I'm giving him a D. I'm giving them the D, to be exact. And my movie is... Don't look at me like that. It's the only D grade that I gave. What do you think I mean? Anyway, the movie I'm giving them is Bye Bye Birdie, because they're going down, and the Canaries are not going to stay up. Uh, that said, it's not an F, because I think they've gotten mega-cucked out of some results. Uh, left, right, and center. Obviously, the one that comes to mind is the VAR rule-out against Tottenham, where Pookie was going to score a fucking amazing goal. Uh, and... I, I think their style of play is admirable, but they're going down. Yeah, I gave them a D plus, so similar grade. Uh, the movie I gave them was the Goofy movie, um, because it's <laughs> not extremely. It's goofy. fun. You have a good time with them, uh, but you don't want to see it again. <laughs> <laughs> so I think once is enough. Once is enough. Uh, no, but I, I I would like Norwich to stay up, but they are going down. Uh, they're they are a fun team. I hope that they're a yo-yo team and that they can kind of figure things out the next time they come up. I would expect for context they are, but like continue to be a yo-yo team. Okay, but they haven't been. This is the first time they've been up in a few years, though. Two or three. Yeah, yeah. I guess people usually don't come go down and then come right back up. That'd, it's usually a couple seasons. That'd be exhausting. Yeah, brutal. Good for your finances, though. Um, I think that. Uh, Todd Cantwell is going to find himself on a Premier League team next oh, yeah. year. Um, I don't know what the future holds uh, for Mr. Pookie, but I think that he is fit for a Premier League team, clearly. And I think there's plenty of teams that could really benefit from having a goal scorer like him. You know, something like Burnley or Brighton. Those types of teams yeah. kind of stand out to me where it seems like they've got their core sorted. Yeah. So I wonder if uh, would you want Norwich to, would come back up. Would you want a Tim Cruel as your backup keeper? 100%. I love that guy. He's a, he's insane. It's he's so insane. The, the the double, like he had the, the penalty save against Arsenal, and uh, he was talking about the yellow card he got. He says, was that, a, was that a fair yellow card? You know, you got a yellow card. Oh, yeah, the ref told me to stay on my line, and I came out and was screaming at Aubameyang, and he, he booked me for it. He was right, too. <laughs> so oh, yeah. Completely so self-aware yeah. of what he's doing. He knows it. Yeah. So some players that will probably be poached from Norwich, but they are going down. My friends, that's the classroom. I hope you had fun. Was pretty decent. Yeah, I mean it's way more fun than tactical analysis. I don't know why we try to do that. Not just kidding. <sighs> uh, let's end it with the the district of degenerate, degenerate proportions. So my lock of the week: New Year, New Me. Old trends are dead. I'm taking the Arsenal money line. <laughs> They're going to win this time. Mikel Harteta has turned that team around. They're going to Crystal Palace. So they're they're big uh, they're banana peel team, the team that always seems to get it. Uh, the line is minus 120. I think the way Arsenal are playing, the fact that they've had a bit of a break, they were able to really cycle the team. Arsenal to win is minus 120. Yeah. At Selhurst Park. Yes. Not at the Emirates. Correct. Oh jeez. Okay. It's a bet on what I hope this team is. You can't do that to the locks. No, but no, I'm. You can't do that to Ben. I'm speaking truth to power. You're doing this to Ben I'm, Reed on the first stonks. I'm speaking truth to power, James. 
That was my right. lock of the week. All right. I'll my see croc you. of the week. I'm not going to rule this one out. My croc of the week is Burnley to win at Stamford Bridge at plus 950. Mm-hmm. Chelsea have dropped so many points at Stamford Bridge. Mm-hmm. They have dropped them to subpar teams. Southampton mm-hmm. is one there. Uh, Southampton just won there. I believe Sheffield took points there. Yeah. Uh, Bournemouth probably took points there. Every team's taken points yeah. there. This place is ripe for points. And I think I, th- I think it's there. I think it's a good crock. I like I, it. I like it at plus 950. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. No. I plus think 950, it's a crock. It's a proper crock. It's a proper crock. We're not talking fives or six hundreds. Uh, I think Chelsea's going to buck that trend uh, this week. It, it just, I think it's likely, but it's a... It's a for, for Chelsea's home form and their home form against subpar teams, plus 950, okay. it's, a, it's, a, it's a decent shout. Well, now the moment that we've all been waiting for, do you have a spicy meat the ball? I feel like Spurs plus 365 at home, even to Liverpool, is a spicy meat the ball. I don't think it's going to happen, but Mourinho in a big game. Like, I wanted some part of me thinks Spurs is going to pull this off and actually beat Liverpool. Because it's... Why is Mourinho there if he can't pull something like this out of his ass? Without Harry Kane? It's one of those it's, where everything is going against them. It's, it's, gonna... it's the Jose special. It's the Jose special. It's the it's the it's the ears on his on his hands at uh or his, his hands on his ears at uh, the San Siro. All right, but, you Ben, know, uh, we've just figured out where a decent portion of your money is going to go, and we will keep you posted on how that ends up. So I hope everyone has a little extra vested interest in Tottenham against Liverpool. Our game of the week that we'll be dissecting next week. It is Saturday, nine thirty Western time. That's twelve thirty Eastern time. And that about wraps it up for our first episode of 2020. We hope you guys had fun. On behalf of Patrick, we'll see you next time on Prem de la Prem, signing off for the new year. What's up, Prem heads? Make sure to find us on Apple Podcasts at Prem de la Prem, a Premier League podcast, and smash that subscribe button for all other interviews, segments, and hot takes that you can handle. You can also find us on Instagram for some fire content at Prem de la Prem podcast. No spaces, no punctuation, just like life.